0: And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you I was looking for something to listen to Didn't want to listen to any podcasts. Didn't want to listen to retro episodes I know that's that's not like me So um, I I heard about this uh, CBS radio station in Washington, uh, D.C., In 1939, uh, they recorded their regular day, 19 hours worth of programming, and sent it to the, uh, you know, whatever, the U.S. uh, Congress for Preservation there. And so you can listen to, through Winamp, if you remember that.
1: Winamp. I was just talking about Winamp the other day.
0: Yeah, whips, man.
1: (laughs) Wow, okay. So So, they sent...
0: So, so it's been preserved full 19 hours of a regular uh, day in the life 1939 Washington D.C. Uh, radio CBS radio station, and I'm like, wow, this is gonna be so cool. And you sort of look at some of the highlights. It's like, oh yeah, you know, the Washington Senators play the Cleveland Indians at like from three o'clock till five o'clock, and you know, local <laughs> and Larry news. King was there. <laughs> 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 and like, you know, FDR <laughs> makes a speech or, and it, it sort of reminded me of like, you know, cause you listen to Washington radio, like Kornheiser, eh? Yep. So it's like same thing, but 80 years ago. Uh, so I'm like, cool. Like I'm going to over the next like week, listen to 19 hours of a day in life in 1939, you know?
1: That's pretty wild.
0: It's cool. But, and like Amos Nandy's on for 15 minutes, all these serialized dramas and stuff. Uh, and so you sort of imagine what it would be like. Probably this um, doesn't go wrong well and, and oh. you, you, have you listened to like War of the Worlds like yep. the, the initial broadcast before the aliens show up and stuff like it's pretty cool like live you know uh, like this is the golden age of radio there's no TV this is the sole form of entertainment that Americans have the radio this is it so you know it's no, not not anything for a live hey, live quartet coming in play some tunes you know kind of thing um so I listened to it and uh, it starts off at 6 a.m. Cool. I'm gonna start off with some music. Oh, God. <laughs> music in 1939. It's basically like um, like Brent's talking about Donald Duck cartoons, sort of like the background music without like funny animations in front of it. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Merry melodies, I guess you'd say, for like oh, half an mean, hour. Yeah, basically. And like instead of Donald getting more and more frustrated and coming up with a more cockamaney scheme, there's nothing to entertain you. It's just that music. And it's like, ugh. And then so finally 6 30, the local news. And I'm like, good, this'll be good. And so the DJ's on, and you gotta imagine he's talking to a lot of people, not you know, like everyone's tuned in. This is you know, not this is complete monoculture. You know, everyone in their Heck, would, yep. would cars in 1939 have the radio? I don't even know where you'd listen to the radio. But they like to tell you what time it is a lot because it's not like cars. You just look down at your thing or you look at your phone or you look at your watch, right? It's like unless oh, watches you're Watches pass- would have been expensive. Yeah, unless you're passing by a big like municipal building with a clock tower on it, this is probably how you're finding out what time it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, or if you had a decent spring watch, but those were unreliable at that time
0: yeah um yeah and this is for for everyone right they probably and didn't how did t-
1: they know what time it was
0: oh they were, they were cbs they had and i don't know were women's watches a thing back then too you know you of pocket watches right you know are those fashionable so you're like wow local news i wonder what kind of weird stuff probably a lot of fires hey you know, buildings weren't exactly fire mm-hmm. retardant and fire trucks weren't anything, you know? So, what's what, what's happening? And then here's the news. And it's basically oh. like it's CKDM. <laughs> it's like, you guys remember Harry, right? Our assistant GM. He uh, got into an automobile collision there. And he hit a tree and uh, broke both of his legs and was uh, held up in the emergency hospital for a long time. Well,. He's been transferred to Chicago or St. Louis, I can't remember, and he's got a boat. He's got a boat that he doesn't have the money or the time to bring all the way down to St. Louis or Chicago, so he's selling his boat, and let me tell you about this boat. He built it himself, because I guess that's 1939, you know, you didn't, like, go get the latest Bayliner Yamaha at the store, This reminds right?
1: you of that guy that bought a boat or built a boat, like, two months ago and it sunk as soon as it took off oh, shoot <laughs> in the mississippi or something yeah have you heard about that no no it was a big story like not long ago okay oh. keep going it's
0: like... yeah so it's like so harry's selling his boat let me tell you it's got you know washington maple on the side and it's been painted white and it's got a it actually had a it's 40 feet long and it was actually propelled by an engine. Um, uh, that that's only got about eighty hours, so that's practically new. Like he went on and on and on and on about this former employee's boat. <laughs> like this is drive time radio. Like frick, in, in the, yeah, people
1: in had nothing when the sun went
0: down. Yeah, and but uh, this is like yeah, like this is six thirty a.m. and they're just trying to sell this. For you can get a hold of me or Dick at the station here, or well, that's a good friend though. <laughs> yeah, but he talked about oh, it, it for like ten sample, minutes. We,
1: the world stood up for each other.
0: Yeah, but you thought like this is Washington; they're going to talk about, um, you know, Congress. the well, the the foreign what what's going on in Europe, like World War Two, just because um, you know, like Pearl Harbor was born, the Americans were involved in forty one. But the rest of Europe was dealing with that in the '39, right? You know, you think mm-hmm. you would talk about that or uh, what was going on in, you know, the uh, the Ottoman Empire, <laughs> whatever.
1: You know, like
0: now we're talking about Harry's boat. you are talking about Harry's boat.
1: Uh, you got to find out now, Carter.
0: Who bought Harry's boat?
1: <laughs> this needs to be a serial podcast. <laughs>
0: Who bought Harry's boat?
1: Yeah, did Harry sell his damn boat?
0: Where did Harry were... relocate to? Chicago, St. Louis?
1: Hmm. How were his legs? <laughs> I know.
0: How fast was this? No, cars could go decently fast back then. Never mind. Um, But yeah, no seatbelts. Was Harry wearing a seatbelt? So many, so many. There's no way Harry was wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> no, no. Every time someone gets hurt in a car accident nowadays, it's like, wasn't wearing a seatbelt. It's like, who doesn't wear a seat? Do you guys know people who don't wear seatbelts? Driving. Yeah. No.
2: If they can get away with it, if it doesn't honk at them, yes.
0: What do you mean doesn't? Oh yeah, like yeah.
2: If, if horror, yeah. If the horn, yeah. If the bell doesn't ding at them, yeah.
0: People, that's so pretty hard to don't. find a car that doesn't. Like it mm-hmm. will for. How long does it ding for? Like two or three minutes? Like that's freaking annoying. My car will the whole time. It'll never stop. It'll never stop. Mine stops. Nope. I f- don't There's know why no I know people try it that.
2: That. if I'm driving them. Like, okay, the passenger seat one sets it off.
0: Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't understand how people don't wear seatbelts. Like, they're not uncomfortable. Like you have to <laughs> be pretty old save, or something. Save your life. <laughs> like I feel uncomfortable not wearing one. You sort of. Move around a little too much, you know. Ugh. Harry, where that seatbelt. What has been? You got to find
1: out if Harry sold his boat.
0: It's impossible. This is like the only preserved. In uh, what
1: episode? What was it called?
0: It was called the Sundial. Ninth, September twenty first nineteen thirty nine, uh, CBS Radio, <laughs> Washington, W. Search w- now. W- Did WS-
1: Harry sell his boat? Sundial. 1939 CBS radio come on WJSV one sold was never sold might have been turned into firewood what <laughs> no maybe <laughs> that's the first thing the match it's a real honey according to him this boat this boat's a real honey
0: are There's you lot
1: about this are you on
0: it okay are you just like is this something random or is this real like wjsv's broadcast
1: this is wjsv now wtop in washington D.C. is a long time second this is the boat there's stuff on it
0: is it does it say harry because i think i might have been i don't know if it's harry i was just placeholdering it
1: he's he's talking about boy scouts selling tickets to an upcoming amateur boxing match and a local boat that's up for sale. It's a real honey, according to him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is. There's all kinds. Yeah, there's. Somebody wrote like three pages on this. Nice. It's on. Oh, it's a government website, but it's like a critic. It's an essay. Yeah.
0: It in yeah. two thousand and
1: three about this episode.
0: It's got quite a long Wikipedia thing as well. This is amazing. Yeah, it's uh. No, it's a cool, it's a cool thing because it's 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 time travel. Like, um, it's interesting. I don't know. I I like radio as a as a medium, and you know, broadcast anything is sort of going by the wayside in this on demand world we live in. It's interesting.
1: Get to the one a pm sunshine report.
0: I haven't got there yet. No. Oh my god! There's some big news.
1: (laughs) Spoil it. Tell you. Spoil it. The Romanian Premier Armand Ciolacu, was a pro-Nazi <laughs> Iron Guard guy, got assassinated.
0: <laughs> See, that's what I thought they would. And be then Roosevelt
1: comes on to give a special uh, talk about the neutrality of the U.S. in the war. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. And, we,
0: and he's like, "Nicky Six, we will never enter World War II. <laughs> Otherwise, there'll be egg on my face." No, the no. <laughs> the
1: starts off with rhythm and romance. Yeah. This seems amazing. Now I want to listen to this. Yeah,
0: but it's not as good as it is he think it would be.
1: But I don't know. This it's guy cool. is making this is like if Jordan made a write up of this, and he's just making fun of everybody. It's so good. This guy's just ripping them. There's a KKK Oregon. Jeez.
0: Is there a segment sponsored by? The
1: KKK? No, but I think somebody at their
0: station. I think there's like six minutes of dead air too while they're trying to you know, technical difficulties.
1: <laughs> wow is a
0: this is gold. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: WGSV complete day of radio, September twenty first, nineteen thirty nine. I always is... thought radio plays pretty amazing. What? Radio places? You no know, radio plays. Yeah. I think I think I almost prefer radio plays to an actual play now. Yeah? They've got a style. Well, and you could put it on on a stage with minimal rehearsals and still have a really good time. You don't need to memorize all your lines, you don't need to spend 14 months building props. You know, you can do a really entertaining radio play with like, you know, microphones on a stage, sell tickets and have a big party. Mm.
2: Is there also a sad story this week? Coco Beware's parrot? Is that old? I don't know. I think I might have died in a fire.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at the DRCSS...
2: Yeah, there is a terrible Coco Beware parrot story that I was going to share, but then I thought better.
0: No. The DRCSS float had a parrot mascot. Is that new?
1: Mm. There was a parrot.
0: Well, this is a big green one. Yep, yeah, no, there's
1: there. been a green, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Never gets taken out, nobody ever
0: used it. It wasn't when I was there. That no, was cool. Yeah, no, I remember that. No, that would have been, I don't know, there's, there would have been a few guys who would have played a good parrot there when I was in high school.
1: <laughs> yeah, but fun was kind of outlawed for a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah, fun was not allowed. Well, Paslowski would uh, pretend to be party boy from Jackass and go strip on the court and the other opposing team's like (laughs) side of things. You know, if he was dressed as a parent, it'd be a little bit better. (laughs) And then I put on. uh, Oh, it wasn't like yeah, it was pretty good. Kaylee isn't on video there. I've just got a big picture because I put up a picture uh like posters around schools with like party boy uh from jackass saying party boy paslowski will be present at like tonight's game (laughs) you know i've still got that (laughs) Uh, and so i put on like the party boy music are you guys big jackass fans not really not at all this past movie i liked. yeah
2: i don't follow the characters but i love the movies a lot
0: oh just a com- camaraderie between those guys and stuff it's good time the tv show is mm-hmm. good too like 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 have you seen like night monkey where like brad pitt comes out with them um and uh they dress as monkeys the monkey. and just tear up a town basically on skateboards yeah. and stuff
1: originally record this and then carter almost canceled and i kind of felt terrible because i like rushed back to get here and then i made a bunch of bad life choices i like slammed a bag of chips and two shortbread cookies and a chocolate to hold me over for a late dinner and I, d- I ate so much crap like it's probably one minute i ate like a whole pile of garbage because I, I haven't eaten in like all day And I was like, I got to eat something just to get through the podcast. I just grabbed total garbage. And then you're like, I don't think I could do it. And I'm looking at this like table of crumbs. I'm just (laughs) so full of regret. But I hadn't opened the can of Coke yet. And I was like, I don't need to open the Coke Mm -hmm. anymore,
2: Trevor. I cracked it anyway. I
1: don't know, man. Rowing is so addictive and it's so good.
2: Yeah, I've been doing some rowing lately. It's, It's part of my new lifestyle. My secret part I've been doing for oh. a few months
0: now. He's got Trevor. He's got a secret part of his lifestyle too that uh, I, is kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. Got a few. Brent's the a vinyl. In the... mm-hmm. Brent's a vinyl collector now. Audiophile. <laughs> that's, that's one thing. Yeah. He he I found he, a he, few he...
2: old albums. My parents liked to start to start out with.
0: And he even but knew that stores that room. I didn't know in Winnipeg. There.
2: I haven't gone to them yet, but I was looking. But
0: Carter,
1: you must have a pretty stacked vinyl collection already, just from your parents.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I've got about 110, 120 maybe. You know, they're all cataloged in an Excel spreadsheet.
1: <laughs> that's funny, so that's something I would just never want.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, Brent's on the table. You know he actually. You know what he said to me? He said, you can actually tell the difference. It's Ooh. so warm. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was lying now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's yeah, so you you listen to, to
1: records and you row?
2: I was able to well, records are one thing. So I, I haven't built the player yet because there's some rainbows going on here. So dust doesn't seem like a good idea.
1: No, you want to keep that.
0: Out, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, don't so you have a dust? You
2: <laughs> Isn't your house sweet? Just adding four seasons room out the back. Oh, that's right. Because you
1: ripped off space. the deck to the hobos that came and took it or whatever. Yeah. Uh.
0: So your your new record your new uh record player it doesn't have a dust cover, hey? It does. Okay, because a lot of the new ones don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I know Dan, not much. Danny, I didn't get messaged some, me. I didn't you get something. a turntable,
2: that's like Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. Oh, that's all right.
1: <laughs> he literally went to Brandon to buy a microphone that was on sale and came back with a turntable. So now <laughs> he's DJ Jazzy Dan.
0: Uh, yes. like like a actual like two, like turntable turntable oh, but like an actual like mixed it, turntable it's a sweet setup
1: yeah i don't know what mm-hmm. he doesn't even know how to use it yet he's just like oh okay. it seems like it'd be fun but uh, he's the kind of guy that'll sit around and figure it out because he's like super into that so it's good text
0: mm-hmm. danny last text i got from danny was he was playing uh a concert in saskatchewan within a town of like 90 people
1: I feel like Dan has gone big time since he podcasted with us. I think you're ever, right.
0: Ever you since Mr. He got Mike's? On the air
1: with us, he has been gigging. Like he's a troubadour now. He's touring Manitoba. Hit records.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and so you, you tried to follow months, in his footsteps playing nope. at Mr. Mike's.
1: Didn't work out. <laughs> oh, I couldn't. I couldn't pull the gig off.
0: <laughs> no, you know.
1: I almost called him in. So what's your other hobby? So you got a record player. That's your first thing.
0: hmm
2: Crossfit. Mm. Number two. Oh, so climbing, you're one of those
1: concept two psychos.
2: Been climbing rope, rowing. Rowing's the thing that just well made me throw up. That's about the it's, it snuck up on me. It it's was the something best. like yeah, it was like row for five hundred meters as fast as you can, and then do some lunges and do that for twenty minutes. Yep. I think that's more or less what it was. And it's like okay, rowing's easy. No, it's it's.
1: Oh God! You can just it's, it's and the more just, you try, the harder yeah. you hurt yourself in rowing. That's what that yeah. resistance. And you oh, know how it, that's I
2: like. like why? You know how I like numbers, right? So my cycle was going fine. It's like I think I can do four of these things, and then every time I was losing about five seconds. I had <laughs> a ten seconds of buffer and just slipping. So, just had to keep going just more than I wanted to, and it was just hell. But I know you don't like that, but I do. Yeah, it's I the only type of exercise, yeah. It's great for me, you don't have to think about anything. You oh, I love just zoning up, out something. <laughs> you don't have to tell what to do, you get told what to do. Yeah, they also have torture bikes there. That, yeah, the faster you bike, the harder it gets, so there's no hope.
1: Yeah. Like that's the, that's like, like like you think about if you're in a boat, right? The harder you Mm -hmm. pull on that water, the more resistance you're creating. You're going faster, but like when you're on a rower, you're not going faster. You're just pulling harder. (laughs) Like there's no, there's no fulfillment. There's no like satisfaction. It's just like, I'm making this so much harder on my body. Like when I first started rowing, I could do like three minutes and then I'd take a minute. And then I do mm-hmm. three minutes and I do that for like a half an hour. Now I can go nonstop for like long periods of time. But that first couple of weeks was just, oh, you're just a disaster. But it's such it's a good fi- it's, yeah, It's, such a it's good fine feeling.
2: for about 90 seconds and then it's not.
1: Well, it gets real. It gets, <laughs> your body is just like, I can't. And if you get good at uh, it, I don't know how to say it. It's not like rocking your feet but like kind of snapping your feet as you push off to make it like more explosive into your mm-hmm. heels. I don't know if you can, I don't know how to explain the motion, but once I figured it out, cause I was using my arms a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. You're, you're really not supposed to use your arms at all, but to get, get it feeling in your legs, like what makes a rower pull is the speed, how fast you're pulling it. But it's hard to get that speed with your legs. Cause you're like expecting a strong, powerful leg push, but it's, still moving slow so it's actually no resistance and then you pull with your arms fast and that's where all the pain is and like that's not how it's supposed to be so if you can like rock and explode right off the top like your legs just oh my god you just want a deep push right not fast it can make well i find i like going pretty fast but not jerking but i like you got to move at the start of your motion you can't like it's so like painful though on your (laughs) your legs oh my god
0: but it's Friend, fun. Is there any other life change? Because I'm getting worried. That's it, right? CrossFit so vinyl. Final. A, a
2: switch a switch is updating right now in my basement.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you mm-hmm. bought
2: one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Just the time of year so Cheers. You you yeah. bought
0: an, you bought a Nintendo after mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm.
1: I got Do you some, kids, yeah. Do your kids
0: know you
2: have it? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs>
2: does we, we does Allison know she, you we have it? To, we, yeah, she's not very happy, but we went to <laughs> Carter's house. So that's like an advertisement.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nintendo Museum. Mm-hmm. And then my brother-in-law got one also and brought it out for our Christmas supper. So it was a Mario Party introduction.
0: So a Mario,
2: not Mario Party. I wouldn't have done it. Mario Kart. No. Yeah. It, it got deep into the kids.
0: Uh...
1: Maybe Ash and I will get out the old uh, Nintendo's. At his house, we'll play some old school games. That's about as far as we can get. We watched Castlevania 2 clips all night.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so with Link's like, I know Castlevania. Now it's like, oh, great. You're like Trevor and Ash. <laughs> Yeah, we literally were, like, wasted at his house
1: and, like, up till four in the morning watching Castlevania 2 speedruns. That's where the night ended up. It was so good.
0: Well, Brent, I'm very glad glad you're a Nintendo guy now because I was worried with... crossfit and vinyl like th- those those have some negative connotations to them you know vinyl elitists <laughs> and crossfit bros i thought your last thing would be something diet related like you're, you're full keto or vegan or something oh, like that you know? Keto me. you know and then uh but no you, you turned it around there you're nintendo guy mm-hmm. right so
1: maybe i should get a switch mm-hmm. are they fun would I ever play the it?
0: Best. Are you gonna get the online uh, Brent for twenty five for a year, so you get all the old games, like River City Ransom? Oh, <laughs> Trevor's like sold. <laughs> Carter, you're just
2: trying to lure me in now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you can play online River City seems too.
2: Fair Wait, with other yeah.
0: people. I think so.
2: <laughs> oh, Carter, you better I'll
1: be I'll confirm character. that. Because imagine if you could just play with other. I could play with other people that love that game too.
0: Yeah, and so I wouldn't have to play with you and, like, just, like, grind it out. A game that's not meant to be ground. (laughs) Oh, it's you you just got to (laughs) go under
1: the bridge, grind for three hours, and then you can buy Texas boots
0: and uh, have a party. (laughs) Dragon, what is it, Dragon Punches and Texas Boots? Mm -hmm. No. Acro Circus. Acro Circus is pointless. Stone Hands. Stone Hands, Yeah. Then you can get
1: dragon feet, but you can buy Texas boots to put on your dragon feet.
0: Yeah, then you can take slick out with two two strikes. Tap mm. to tap, tap to tap. tap, tap. Did I did I tell you uh, on on the podcast I bought a game for game like original Game Boy. Uh, that's the true like a cartridge. Yeah, that's the true uh, like Technos, the same guys. Like you know, there is a lot of River City Ransom twos out there and stuff like that, but this is like it it doesn't even have it was never released in north america and like it's tough to even know what the game is because it it doesn't really have a translation and it's just it's the real river city too oh you bought that i bought it yeah no i went into my store and the owner's like carter i got something for you here uh <laughs> and... He's like, I don't know what this is called, but it's River City 2. And there's like a number on the top of the cartridge, and that's like the only way you can like search for it online. I know. I
1: played that on an emulator.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. It's like it's um. Oh man, yes, this is a long this was almost like not still in university, maybe. Okay, yeah, that long ago. Yeah, like 12, baby. Yeah, and it was the real River City Ransom 2, but it wasn't River City Ransom 2, but this is what it was. Mm-hmm. So you can find it on an emulator.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at my uh, spreadsheets of the thousands of video games I have, and it's just written River City Ransom sequel because <laughs> I don't know how to type in the, uh, and uh, was it Kanji?
1: <laughs> and it's a Game Boy game?
0: Yeah, Game Boy, original yeah, Game this, Boy. So it
1: was emulated in like a three by three as like a one-to-one aspect ratio right yeah
0: yeah Yeah. this makes this
1: is like yeah
0: oh that's deep yeah it was cheap too like he charged me like 25 or 30 for it it was pretty nice um but like he he said it's not a rarity because game boy in japan every game (laughs) sold ridiculous amounts so they're 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 not worth anything even though it's like you know I'm trying to search it right now and I, I just can't even find it, you know? Like, it's that rarity almost. It's not like River City EX and all of that, that stuff. It's the real one.
1: Well, the sequel that you can buy online is amazing. The... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's made by Americans who, who love the game, right? So
1: Very well done. A couple things I would change, but... Yeah.
2: Uh, can I do some reading for you? Oh, I heard you checked out some books searched. over the holidays. Yeah. Did you enjoy what I sent?
1: Man, that's some... yeah, a
2: pick. So you'd like to hear some more? Yes, please. Okay. I picked through this. I did a, just grabbed a new book from our library just to try. I'm not, what's your, are you like super? I would guess that you, Trevor, would be like just dead set against science fiction in general. The can't, idea of you it, it just. I can't like, watch
1: it. I like Star Trek because it's bad, They're the old mm-hmm. ones. That's mm-hmm. my science fiction.
2: And I can like my snobby stuff. Like Black Mirror is science mm-hmm. fiction. So a yeah. book like that can really shake you good. So this is not my area at all, but this is the first of a trilogy, of <laughs> course
1: was it self published?
2: I don't think so.
1: It's Canadian. Oh, I thought it was definitely
2: self published. No, this is in a in a book. So this guy has put out since he started writing, he's put out like six books a year. He's got his business going.
1: Is he making money? I
2: I don't know. I can't get there is not that much info out there. <laughs> But let's just get, let's, let me try and hit you with a few things from it, from the start. So I found out this is his second trilogy in the series. So it's like a 20 year jump. Okay. Okay. So it's on a big ship. I guess that's spaceship. Spaceship. Like, yeah. Big spaceship where it's so big because humans fought some big war and they just made the ships, a few of these ships so big that no one mess with them is the hope after they took out their enemies. Now other aliens are living on the ship too and working with them. And the ships are so big that there's cities of like 20, 30, 50,000 people in they parts just live of the there. Ship. Yeah, so there's civilians. So
1: Earth is a spaceship, okay.
2: So that's, yeah, they're moving around to the different colonies, delivering and stuff, doing trade. So it's not just military. They have to deal with the mayor and other stuff. Right, so that's... That
1: there's the mayor. Problems. There's
2: the so mayor. Mayor. Yeah, the mayor of this of the civilians part. Oh. So, yeah. So our captain, after doing some cool stuff, captain stuff, like they were self-insert. So it goes to a meeting with the mayor. Let's see. So <coughs> goes to goes to a meeting. Let's. I'm gonna introduce you to Maeve Aladeen sociology undergrad student from sybil university what do you think so like just what i'm pretty sure the author is the type of guy who would think that donald trump jr is the coolest person <laughs> in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> i know the type yeah i said okay that's fine the woman who spoke next on the other hand made use of her overlay so that's, it's like Google Glass stuff where people can see you looking different ways. You can style yourself up. So Whoa, like a Penelope, yeah, you can give yourself a look or change your appearance. Mm-hmm. So we're wondering when you'd show up, Captain, Penelope Snyder said. Her belly top and silk pants would have put a peacock to shame. And her bright, <laughs> unnatural blue hair shone through the black mask she wore at all times. This is all so, like, this guy does not like social justice warriors. Gleaming waves of hair spilled over her face. She was the president of Sybil University. Husher knew that she carried at least 40 pounds under her appearance, and she looked much closer to 70 than 20. But with the magic of the oculins, she could continue looking like this until the day she died. Fat university person. Dumb Dumb. woman. Smart. Mm -hmm. Stupid smart woman. Yeah,
1: Old but being beautiful. Mm -hmm.
2: So, her ends up helping the bad guys, of course, because the mayor gets in the captain's way. Penelope will come back to at the end of the story. Now, now see if you can tie this next little meeting with into some, maybe some Earth issues that in the modern day. That's what good science fiction does, right? Would you say Black Mirror is good science fiction? Trevor, you'll give me that? Oh,
1: yeah, no, Black Mirror is good. I've watched yeah. Black Mirror, yeah.
2: Yeah, take something modern and gives it a twist. Well, this gives it a twist again. Oh. Yeah. So, the young girl from that meeting... University students leading a protest outside of the military part. You wouldn't, and then she starts yelling at the captain later on when he goes for a walk. You wouldn't take the bias test, which tells you what you already know. You don't take other alien, you don't take other cultures seriously at all. I can only imagine the psychological toll your attitudes must have on the wingers, Gawk and Kaith, that are on the crew of the Vesta. Wait, I have friends from all different species. I don't know what oh. you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: start, that's where you're starting to see where it's... Yeah.
1: I have black friends.
2: Yeah. Miss Alanine, do I have to remind you that I captain this ship? Humanity's finished owning the floor. She's also human, of course, but she sticks up for the other people. Now it's time to shut up and listen to marginalized species and their allies. Oh your hiring practices favor humanity over other species see say it loud say it clear humans are done talking here
1: ooh
2: it's just bad
0: <laughs> someone paid him money to make this yeah oh i don't Her know we're publishing nowadays
2: <laughs> how old is the author of this you tell me before jumping into this career so now Captain goes to a bar later. The secure zone was one of Sibyl's most popular bars. When he entered, the silence was almost total. He supposed that did remind him of certain memories of basic training, because this is a, it's a hipster fake military bar. But this quiet was punctured by the soft clicking and a grunter curse. Multicolored screens where everyone where patrons sat staring into space, staring into fantasy worlds displayed on their occhi lenses. Video games, videos, or other media best viewed in the privacy of home. That's what people gathered here to do. This is how this generation was raised, he thought. Uh-oh. During Hush's childhood, which was more or less lined up with the end of the first Galactic War, yeah. children still sometimes pretended household Oh, yeah, I were saw guns. this. <laughs> yeah, and chased each other around the yard playing Marines and Ixa. You know, in those good old days, Ixa. when they already had interstellar travel, but kids are still kids, twenty years ago, or when they pretended their wingers taken flight, and the dolls or people, whatever. For husher, the point of those games had required creative input from the children. This generation glimpsed, were spoon-fed everything. They had to tax. They hadn't even had to tax their imaginations. So, how old is this guy? Oh, he's got to be 65. I thought he was young. 25 years old.
1: So he is Donald Trump Jr.
2: Just the worst person. And let me take you to the epilogue. So after the mayor was turned out to be helping the people who was like organizing all the the racial helpful protests and the person yelling at him turns out to be his long lost daughter who he thought was dead. Now we just have to deal with one more person. To... So after he saved the day and gave a long speech about why political correctness is wrong, it <laughs> doesn't help anybody, and then did a bunch of cool military stuff. So, so he's going for a walk. This is here's the epilogue. On his way across the desert, and Sybil Hushard came across a woman sitting in the sand, her hands covering her face. Sand ri- sobs raked her. She didn't seem to notice him until he spoke. Penelope? Do you remember who Penelope is? I had to go back to check doing my work. Just She's the old head professor. Later, head yeah. professor of the university, you're right. How sure she said, you're, he shook his head, you had been about to remark on her, that her overlay wasn't even turned on to kind of her fatness. Yeah. She must have known that in truth, he had no idea what to say. She had caused him no end of trouble these past weeks. Even so, he took no satisfaction seeing her like this. What happened? I added the wings of a winger to my overlay. I've always had such respect for the wingers. I've always related to them so closely. I've been thinking about adding these wings for a long time. So I added them. I decided they were the truest expression of who I am. He shook his head. and, And the narrow end exploded said I was appropriating winger culture, making a mockery of it. Ooh. They called for my resignation. First, I ignored them, but the pressure kept building. They were outside my windows screaming and cursing. So, oh. even she got turned on. This guy's a piece of trash. <laughs> it's just so. Le- yeah, and every page is something like this.
1: Have you ever gone down that the
2: special? Yeah, I have. So should I get? I think I need book two, though. let <laughs> me see how far I can go.
1: That's horrible.
2: Because gets... there's another epilogue where a new character who the bad guys were looking for. I don't it doesn't even make sense. I read it. It's like two pages. So I read it five times. It seems <laughs> to be like the Alberta character. Some sort of minor who seems to is going to be the new hero. Is and he, he Canadian? Talking about lip, it's like, I've heard about all the liberals who've taken over the Milky Way government. Like they, It's like the word liberal all of a sudden is hit like 10 times. They call them libtards? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like even that, lip, even that liberal Captain Husher right here, he's in trouble now. So how about that? Must it be? He doesn't even respect the captain. This captain's too soft, so the new hero is going to be unbearable yeah
0: you got you gotta get the sequel and report back to us, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Get you going a little bit. Uh, it's it just there's parts that just made my skin crawl. It's just uh, Have you ever gone down the men writing women rabbit hole? You've mentioned oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen it, I've seen a little bit after you Whoa, said that
1: just it's terrible. Good. terrible. like it's just men are just pigs just when they write about women's sexual desires in their books Mm -hmm. you can tell they've never talked to a woman in their life (laughs) it's pretty amazing Mm -hmm. they always the women's bodies just want it when they describe their bodies their bodies are just begging for sex apparently (laughs) it's terrible it's just terrible